97-1. We are settling in with the general manager and president of baseball ops of the Detroit Tigers, Scott Harris. And I see there is a spot open on the 40-man roster. So is this where you reveal who's going to fill that spot, or do we have to wait until later in the day to find out? <laughs> You'll have to wait until uh, later in the day. I got an itchy trigger figure, though, so I'm, uh, I'm going to try to fill that spot soon. So okay. is it a, it's not a call-up then? It is not a call-up. Okay. Because you know we're going to ask is. you about, you know, Colt Keith, and we're going to ask you about Justin Henry and Loy. So it's not one of those two guys. It is not one of those two okay. guys. Sorry, Tigers Twitter. Yeah, well, so let's go there then since, since we're already there. What do you need to see from those guys? How much development needs to be done, and can they be September call-ups? Yeah, I mean, we talked a lot about this when we uh, called up Parker Meadows. Yeah. Uh, what do we need to see with those two guys and all of the other future big leaguers in Toledo? Um, we need to get comfortable that they're going to contribute in all facets of the game. Uh, Tiger fans have seen Parker already contribute on the bases, yeah. in the field, and at the plate. we got to feel equally um, good about the, the rest of those guys. I think, as I said last week, I think their bats are like pretty close. I think both of them are pretty close to being able to help us at the plate. we got to make sure that we're investing in the other facets of the game so that they're ready to get here. So you're not calling them up as DH? It's, it's, it's what, basically what you're saying. You want them to be total players because we have seen that from Parker Meadows. How exciting was it for you when Parker Meadows came up and to see the walk-off he had Friday night, yep. to see the triple, to see the moments, the diving catch in the outfield? Like That's got to be a huge payoff for you. Absolutely. Um, but... You know, in my job, I got I to gotta look at the whole picture here. And Parker's not out of the woods yet. He's in this period of time where pitchers are adjusting to him. Mm-hmm. He's going to get to this period on the horizon where he has to adjust back to pitchers. Um, he's a young player in the big leagues. Most young players in the big leagues do struggle. He will struggle at some point, but we feel confident that he's going to help us in the other facets of the game while he's still figuring it out at the plate. The other thing I'll say is um, we feel obligated um, as an organization – to invest in the other parts of our young players' games. We also feel uh, a responsibility to the player, too. We want to set them up to have long, productive careers in the old English D, and we feel like when they're in AAA, we have to invest in all parts of their game before they get here. What's the organizational plan at third base? I know Justin Henry Malloy has played some there. You've also played him some in the outfield. Colt Keith, little third, little second. Do you guys feel you have a third baseman of the future? Yes, yes. I think you're going to look up at some point in the near future, um, you know, most likely into 2024, and you're going to see a really young, really talented team. We have an emerging nucleus on both sides of the ball that, you know, if I were just a fan, that's what I would want an organization to, to do. I would want them to have a steady stream of young players that are filtering into the big leagues that are really high upside players that can fill out an entire lineup or fill out an entire rotation. I, we're not where we want to be yet, but we start to have the pieces in place. I see you have our depth chart up. Like, <laughs> take a look at our depth chart. Like We're starting to fill in at, at all positions and, and throughout the pitching staff. Well, and you mentioned you know, like Kerry Carpenter. He's a guy that it feels like pitchers have adjusted to him. He's adjusted back. Mm-hmm. So it's a great example when you're talking about Parker Meadows. And now that you – know, okay, Parker Meadows, we're all excited because he's new. It's, 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 it's fresh. But Kerry Carpenter, Riley Green, Spencer Torkelson, all of these young players – are playing well and Tigers fans always ask is this something that we can believe in what is it about that core group on the offensive side of things that you would say Tigers fans yes this is something you can believe in yeah I mean when I sit back and I watch our team um, the most energizing part of our team is you can see players all over the field that are getting better Mm -hmm. they're getting better in the big leagues they're getting better in the minor leagues you know you talked about third base we're we're seeing Matt Veerling transition to third 
third base and really play the position pretty well. Like, that is an investment we are making into him to be able to play third base. And then we have an emerging core, an emerging middle of the order that is young and really exciting every night. When you have to, as a pitcher, go through Riley Green, Spencer Torkelson, and Kerry Carpenter, you're expecting some damage. And that is a huge step forward as an organization. And I will also say for the, you know, the Tigers fans who are paying attention to the minor leagues, there are a lot of players up and down our system that are getting a lot better. And so when I sit back as you know, the president of baseball operations and look at this organization, that gives me confidence. If we are making players better up and down the organization, good things are going to come. Carson Kelly. I mean, we can pull him up on the depth chart on John's computer. I can pull up the box score. Let's get the scouting report from you. Why did you see this as a good move to make and a worthy investment? So Carson Kelly, um, a few years ago, was a, he was a top 100 prospect. Um, he really performed for the Diamondbacks after the trade. He was the carrying piece of the, the Goldschmidt deal to Arizona. Um, the things that we like about Carson is he really controls the strike zone. He makes a ton of contact. He swings at the right pitches. Uh, we scouted him as having above average power when he was in Arizona. He has recently struggled through a few injuries that we believe have sapped his power. We also think that there are some things to clean up behind the plate with his receiving. Um, so it's been an organizational effort to, uh, in early work, invest in those areas of, of his game to make sure that he has a chance to be a part of our future. We structured the deal to give him an opportunity to still be a part of our future. We need him and we need our catching group to uh, demonstrate that he should be part of the future and if he does um, then he has a chance to be here what are you looking for what are your goals from your position of the last five or so weeks of the season what do you want to get out of it and what can what can you do to continue to improve looking ahead towards next year yeah I mean it's no secret we're we're building around the strike zone in this organization Um, we are not where we want to be But I think if you look at the overall body of work, we are doing a lot better job of controlling the strike zone. Our pitchers are throwing a lot more strikes than they did in the past, and our hitters are swinging at the right pitches and doing damage in the strike zone. We've already, you know, outpaced the the home run total that we had all of last year. Um, We have taken a little bit of a step back um, on the pitching side. We're we're not really, you know, commanding our pitches in the zone as well as we have for the rest of the season. But overall. I want us to continue to emphasize that we are going to win games in the strike zone. We are going to get on in better counts on both sides of the ball, and that's going to carry us to the team that, that you know, we can watch be a perennial contender every year. We're talking to Scott Harris, president of Baseball Ops, Detroit Tigers. How aggressive will you guys be this offseason, given it feels like the AL Central is up for grabs, team just over 500 probably going to win it. How aggressive do you guys plan to be? Yeah, I mean, I think we want to go into every season – uh, every offseason looking for opportunities to get better. Um, I don't know how to characterize aggressiveness. If there are deals that make sense, we're going to do them. Um, and that's how we're going to approach every single offseason. Um, I think we're going to go into the offseason having a firm idea of what free agency is going to look like. We're going to do our homework and make sure that we can find opportunities to get better in free agency. Um, but the other uh, part of the offseason is, is trades. And it's really hard to predict the trade market. So we got to be equally aggressive in the trade market. Um, and find deals that make sense for us and then just be prepared to do them. Do Eduardo Rodriguez, we talk about trades, obviously the trade deadline. We know what happened there, but when you start looking at the offseason, do you feel he will be a part of the future? The way his contract is structured, it's not for me to say. Yeah. He has a decision to make. Um, Have you, you guys know, approached him about any of that at this point? We had a lot of conversations leading up to the trade deadline. Um, Nothing since? The content of the conversation is going to stay between us. We haven't talked about it since the trade deadline. Um, As far as I'm concerned, he's signed for the next three years. He has an opportunity to opt out of it, given the the way that his contract was structured. 
Um, so until that, that decision happens, it's just really not for me to say, uh, and we'll react to, to the, the situation that presents itself. We're talking to Scott Harris, Tigers, president of baseball ops. And on this, you mentioned the, the young core. You feel like you got those three bats. Where have you seen maybe the biggest improvement from those guys? Because Torkelson, people have been waiting. We're starting to see the power. Carpenter, John mentioned the adjustments. Riley Green, healthy. Where have you seen those three kind of hit their stride? The biggest thing for me is when you watch those guys take batting practice, um, they have at least plus power, if not double plus power. Um, that doesn't mean that it's always going to enter the game. So I talk about accessing your power a lot. Those three guys are uh, becoming more self-aware at the plate. They are going up to the plate with a better plan, and they are identifying the pitches that they can drive early, and they're getting their A swings off and not missing them. That's a huge step forward for us. Everyone, All of our fans want to see more power out of this, this group. Sometimes it takes time with young players, but that has been the n- most notable step forward for me with those three guys. They are threats at the plate every time uh, they're up there, and uh, that's a good thing for us. Well, let's sign up for some more nights like Friday night at the ballpark, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Scott Harris, appreciate it. Absolutely. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Scott. It's 97-1.